Club podcast, where we discuss TV shows as if they were novels. It's like a book club. But for TV. I'm Carrie. I'm Rachel. I'm Evelyn. And this month we'll be discussing Taskmaster Series 9. Keep listening as we get into all the good. And some of the bad. And now, here's little Alex Horn. No, wait, sorry. We don't have a little Alex <laughs> yeah. Horn. We have to do this talk about Alex. Alex Horn, though. <laughs> Oh, which the funniest thing is, he's six foot two. He's He's not little. It's just Greg is a huge mountain of a man and everybody is little next to him. I've I've actually started, full disclosure, have started from series one, not that it's chronology matters, because it, you know, it cheers me up when I'm down. So at at one point he calls him little Alex Horn and Alex goes six foot. Three. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't remember if it's Series 1 or, or the one we watched. I th- I looked it up because I was interested because I didn't remember when it started either. He does it one time in Series 3 and then started doing it in regularly in <laughs> Series 4. So. He's also, isn't he also sitting below? Yes. If you look at, which it might just be that Greg's legs are so long for him to be comfortable. His seat has to be higher. So his legs aren't like, you know too bent at the knee. I love Alex. Alex is great. <laughs> He's fantastic, yes. Um, Where do we start? Okay, so I did, would you guys like a little, like, history about Taskmaster? Like, how it started, where it started, why it is this now, like, global sensation. There's international versions, which we can get into. Ooh. Ooh. Like yes, okay. please. Okay, so... Taskmaster started in 2010 at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Are you guys aware what the Edinburgh Fringe Festival is? That sounds vaguely familiar. It's I basically, have no idea. It's sort of like stand-up sketch comedy, new comics or established comics going to try out like new material and stuff. It's basically just a big comedy festival. Sometimes there's really weird stuff. There's like the Lord of the Rings, the musical was done at like Edinburgh Fringe, if you've heard of that. So we started in 2010. I think the first one was like 20 contestants and he'd like given them the tasks like through email, like leading up to it and stuff. He did it again the next year. And then in 2015, he was approached by the, uh, I think their producers Avalon to bring it to TV and it was picked up by the TV network Dave which it aired there from series one through series five, and then it moved networks. And so, but yeah, it came, so it came to Dave with Greg as a taskmaster, Alex as the assistant. Then in series six, it moved to channel four and it got a six series deal. Wow. At that time. Ooh. Um, that is a so, lot. Of oh wait, years. no, sorry. It moved to channel four in series 10. Sorry. I got my numbers mm-hmm. mixed up. So series one through nine were on Dave. Series 10, it started on channel four with a six series deal attached to that pickup. And the interesting thing is if you go back and watch the earlier seasons, because we watched series nine, but the earlier seasons definitely played a lot more into the, these tasks were written and created by Greg Davis and Alex just does the admin of them. They, they, that's just been dropped because everybody at this point knows Alex is, you know, <laughs> the brains behind the show and everything. But, like, going back and watching some of the earlier seasons is interesting when it's like, I did this. I'm making you do all these things. So Has it always been funny people? Like, comedians are the contestants? No regular people? Yeah, well, interesting thing. 
for the regular like full series, yes. They've recently started doing what they call the New Year's Treat, where it's just like a one-off special episode with like sort of non-comedian, like funny people, but not like stand-up comedian type people. Uh, one of the most recent ones had Nicola Coughlin from Bridgerton, if you watch okay. that. Ah. Um, and sort of the slightly more like a a-listy people that you couldn't get for a full series because they're too busy mm-hmm. being awesome and famous and stuff. So <laughs> we gotta do. talk about the filming schedule because I noticed for most of their individual tasks, like they're in the same outfit, and I'm like, did you do all of these in a day? <laughs> I have information about that. Yay. So from like various things, like contestants have said. Uh, it sounds like whatever outfit they choose to be in, they're told to like bring two versions of it in case they get dirty, wet, gross, doing yeah. something they can change into, you know, clean clothes. And those tasks are filmed about like five or six days with then one day being like the team tasks. Mm. So the interesting thing is, so oftentimes who's on what team is just who's available to be together at the same time. <laughs> Oh, okay. I was oh. wondering about that. Yeah. I, I'm because sure I'm trying. Like, why? Mm, I, I think it would yeah. be fun to mix up the teams, but then you'd have to have everybody there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's just, yeah, it's just one day of team tasks and everything. And then for the in-studio portion, those they film two a day over like, like a Monday through Friday, two episodes a day. So you get then the 10 episodes. Oh, so does the audience get to stay for both? Because those are fun. No, no, the, the audience only sees one one show. That's nice. Because yes. I was wondering about that. I'm like, that would be too much to do in a day. <laughs> yeah, and if you like, there are outtakes from shows and from like the Taskmaster Reddit. Oftentimes, people will pop in like, I saw a taping, and here's you know some fun stuff about it. It sounds like they can go for several hours. Just because wow. they're comedians, they like go off on tangents and of everything. They, I will say that they were all really funny. Um, yes, I adored all of them. It like, also seemed like uh, they they were not aware what order the tax tasks were going to be aired on the episodes. No, they don't know that. According to Ed on the podcast, the actual the very first task they filmed for this series was the throw something in the garbage bin task. But that was in it was episode nine, I think it was. So, yeah. And there's been, over the years, and being in the Taskmaster edit for, like, a couple years now, it's starting to get annoying because people will be like, do they edit episodes just so one person specifically will win? It's like, no, they can't do that. Uh, like, often, the tasks are, like, half objective, half subjective. You never mm-hmm. know what Greg's going to do. It's like, no, like Alex has said numerous times, they edit just for what's funny together. Like what, like what makes the best like storyline? If there's maybe like a prop that pops up, you know, across a couple tasks, they might group those together because it's funny to see people using the same thing over and over. But no, not, there's no editing done to force a specific outcome. I just wanted to say, I wanted to comment on the editing because it is so witty and funny. It's just. The way these comedians are not in the same room and barely know each other, but are like making jokes that compliment each other and that the show knows that and sees it. It was just great. It's really love it. The editing like makes this show 
so much better than it, I think it would be if the editors weren't so good at their job. Yes. Um, there's one, there's one, it's um, Lolly out of Phoebe, the, te- the series she was on. I'm forgetting which series that was, three, three or four, I think. Um, but there's, this is sort of one of those iconic Taskmaster moments that people are like, oh my God, that. So there are two fishbowls set on like slightly different height pedestals, three, four feet apart. One is filled with water, one is not. And then there's a table of various accoutrements next to it. The task, as you might be able to get, is to move the water from one fishbowl to another. The very first line of the task when read out loud is, without moving the fishbowls, get this water to the other fishbowl. The editors, in their genius put together a supercut of Lolly Adafopi saying over and over again without moving the fishbowls as she picks up the fishbowl full of water and just <laughs> pours it into the other fishbowl. <laughs> it's like a solid minute of her going without touching, without moving the fishbowls, grab, without moving the fishbowls. It's, oh my, it's so good. It's That's so funny. good. I love it so much. Yeah. And the, the way the tasks are worded too are like riddles and I love that. Like, I would go insane if I had to be on this show because I would be, like, dissecting the task. Like, can I get around it? Because sometimes you get away with it and sometimes Mm -hmm. you cannot. Yeah. Alex has said, like, over the years they've had to get more specific and more without doing this thing because they've learned over the years how contestants start to think about things and what workarounds there are for things. So the tasks have definitely gotten more specific and more wordy over the years to try and keep it not restricting them too much because you still want people to be creative, but without everybody going for the one obvious workaround that there might be a too specific problem. Interesting. I love when the answer also is just ask Alex Alex to do something. (laughs) (laughs) Which he doesn't always do. Series, I think it was series one where they had the pies and they're like, Figure out the pie. Oh, yeah. And Rasheen was just like, can you open the pie for me, Alex? Can you punch the pie and tell me what's inside? Yeah. I'll have to watch that one. Mm -hmm. Okay. So before we get too much further, I did set you guys a task because I thought this would be fun for us to do a prize task. So, Rachel, Evelyn, will you please show me your best red thing? Ah, Evelyn, would you like to go first? First question, do I have to give her my red thing if I lose? Yes, that's the whole point of it. That's the... No, we do not have to do that. No, I'm not, I'm not being Greg. I'm not scoring anything based on I'm how not giving up my red thing. Okay, great, because okay. mine's really funny, okay? Okay, what is it? Let me give, give it to me. Do you want to go first, Rachel? Okay, sure. My red thing is this. <laughs> Would you please describe? I, I realize now this may not be good because this is a podcast and there's no, no okay, wait, visual. Wait, wait, wait. So, will, will you please describe Pause. your red thing for the audience? I put forward that we have to do this in English accents. <laughs> Rachel, will you please just. Dis- that's Australian. Wow. <laughs> or New Zealand, like Rosebud Vale. When she talks yeah. about a shit. We'll get to shit. We'll get to shit. Anyway, okay, Rachel, will you please describe your best red thing for the listening audience at home? Well, what I have, I, I don't know if I can do even a New Zealand accent, but um, what I have in my hands is a hand massager that has four legs to it, and you hold its body and massage your body. But for some reason, uh, it's dressed like Santa. 
It is very cute and very funny. I appreciate it. We love it. I've actually had him forever. So when you said like a red thing, I was like, I'm bringing out the massager because there's no, there's no reason for him to be Santa. But at the same time, like, why not? Look at this. It has a face painted on it. And yes. That's my red thing. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Moving on. Evelyn, what is your best red thing? My red thing is, I guess we're doing New Zealand now. We both, we all love Rose. There is this poster. Oh, oh man. Machine. Florence. She is in a, she has red hair. She is wearing a red dress and she has a red flower crown. And um, when I thought about buying this poster, I was like, my neighbor is getting rid of a red rug, like a red, I'm going to show you guys. Okay, we're looking at a red rug. That is the exact same colors. So I hadn't bought this and um, I bought, I spent $125 (gasps) on the rug. No. For a poster that I did not yet own. For a rug I did not have yet. <laughs> oh, they go uh, very well together. I, I appreciate the... by the way. Okay. Oh, it's... Aut- okay. Hey. It's 15 pounds. I love there. her. Anyway. <laughs> oh, this is... Hmm. Do I, do I have to give you points now? Yeah. Mm. Points on point. Um, I think I have to give this one to Evelyn because it's autographed, but it's very close. It's very okay. close. I will be collecting my Santa massager when I see you at the red chair. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it even um, has a name. Its name is Yama. Yama? Yama. Yama. Like, the, like the bad dude from Big Hero 6? I don't Maybe. even remember. Maybe. He, he's it's been like a while the one since I've watched it. He's like the dude at the beginning in the robot fights. I know, but I don't remember his name. Maybe? I don't know. Um, okay. Would you like some information about the current international versions that are airing of Taskmaster? Because it really has become a worldwide phenomenon. Okay. So we have Taskmaster New Zealand, which uh, the fourth season is currently in production in that. And I think you guys have heard me say this before, but the second season of Taskmaster New Zealand might be the greatest season of Taskmaster ever of any Ooh. like of any Taskmaster like across the board. It is so good. Why to watch it? It's just at the grouping they just work so well. It's I don't even know. It's just the chemistry between everybody worked so well, and that is where we got possibly one of the greatest tasks ever. Where in a team task on the team of three. One of them was given a separate task where she had to sabotage her team. <gasps> oh. During I would never, I would never trust anyone again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, yes. And then they did it in the UK in uh, 14. Oh, it did not go well. <laughs> Ooh, although in series one, they did have one contestant count the various things oh. in a can of things. Yes. He, he wanted. Means- yeah, like the, the it was so task. funny, and they like punked him particular in particular. It was wonderful. Yeah, that's something that does come up not every season, but every now and then there'll be some one person that set a solo task, and 
possibly the most egregious version of this was series five. So we could have watched this. Uh, Mark Watson was set a task to send a cheeky text to the taskmaster for a month, like every day for 30 days. He had to send like a cheeky text, like anonymously to the taskmaster. <laughs> While during like that month that he had to do that between when he was set the task and when like the filming started for the in studio, he was also filming like I'm a celebrity, get me out of here or something. Some one of those weird like wildlife shows where a celebrity's dumped in the middle of nowhere for like a week or something. So wow. he had to like preset texts for like his phone to like auto send. He missed two days, so got no. zero points. Oh my god. No, no. points. The worst. No point. The worst. So good. Oh. Um, okay, so Taskmaster New Zealand, we have Taskmaster Australia just started. Their second season is in production. Two of the best known ones are probably actually up in Scandinavia. We have Bast i Test, which means best in test in Swedish. So we have Sweden. Mm. Uh, Konin Befaler in Norway, which means the king's command. Oh, no, that's like fun. It. That's fun. I'm Swedish, yeah. by the way. Oh. So that's, those are my people. <laughs> okay. I've seen a couple of those episodes, and they are, they're good. They're definitely worth checking out. Those you can, like, find on YouTube if you know where to look. What about okay. the New Zealand version? Is that on YouTube? Yes. So, yeah, if you know where to look. They're not on, like, the okay. official Taskmaster oh, channel, okay. so I don't feel great providing like links to that but they're everything's out there on the internet if you know where to look got it <laughs> um we also have in denmark it's called stormester which means grandmaster finland has sermestari which also means grandmaster we have then uh in flemish belgium they have a taskmaster called the brightest bulb the there was uh, a season filmed in Spain, but it was canceled after five of eight episodes were aired due to low ratings. Oh, that's which, bad. Yeah, uh, they called it "said and done" in Spanish. Yeah, no uh, funny cro- people in Spain. I I don't know. I that that's not one I've been able to check out, so I don't know. Croatia, their first season just aired a couple years ago in 2021, and apparently season two is confirmed. In Croatian, it's called Director of the Universe. I love that. Uh, The first season of Taskmaster Portugal aired last year as well. French Canadian, so not Canadian, specifically French Canadian, had a version, Le Maître du Jeu, which is the Master of Games, that aired last year with the second season confirmed, uh, air date unknown. We just got announced Taskmaster Italy is uh, actually just started airing a couple weeks ago, July 14th which their version is called Master Challenger. Maybe Luca will be on it one day. Oh, God, no. He lives in Germany. He's not, and he's oh, not he, a comedian, yeah. so. Okay. Um, but there was a Taskmaster Germany planned, and there were two episodes filmed in 2017 but never aired, because oh. apparently Germans aren't funny. And then there was Taskmaster US, but we don't talk about Taskmaster US. It was a shame. That was terrible. It, they tried to fit it into half an hour. Oh, that's not oh. great. You can't, and they also had the wrong Taskmaster. They got the wrong guy for the Taskmaster. Do you, which, I mean, would we know of any of the people involved? Oh, yeah. You are, yes. Yeah? I mean, oh, um, okay. I don't, uh, I, for, I forget who they are. because I don't like Taskmaster that shall not be named? I don't no. like to think about it. We, uh, <laughs> we will find out later. Yes. Okay. But I will Public say, so, um, they had, for the Taskmaster, they got Reggie Watts, which I love Reggie. He's great. He's not Taskmaster. He's Alex. But 
somehow, for some reason, Alex Horn actually came over to be little Alex Horn in the U.S., which was interesting. I don't know. Hmm. And then they had Reggie watch it. I was like, and it just, I don't know. The vibe wasn't there. It wasn't great. It didn't work. And you can't, you cannot fit the Taskmaster into half an hour, especially in the U.S. when there's been commercials. So it's really 22 minutes. So like the task, like there was no time for anything. It was. It's like a task. Yeah, it was. And they, they tried to do like five tasks, like the prize task, pre-film task, and then the live task in the studio. And there was just, there was no time to do anything. It was terrible. That's 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 why we don't, we don't talk about it. It's terrible. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about Taskmaster U.S. So that, that's oh. all the international stuff. Do May I ask a question? Yes. Do you all have a favorite task? Oh, I do. Where did it go? Where is the list of tasks that we were provided by the wonderful and luscious Carrie? It's, it's in our I Google. It's in, pulled up, but I can it, tell you I loved the um, egg timer task. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which one was that one? Where they had to make uh, an egg timer to get a perfectly oh. soft poached egg for the taskmaster. Yes, without <laughs> anything that actually told time. Yes. Yeah, without using any pre-made. And I think Ed is right to be very upset with Alex during that because Ed gave Alex very specific instructions that Alex did not follow, resulting in Ed's egg being overcooked. And that was not on Ed. That was on Alex. That's so, true. I'm with That's Ed. True. I love, um, we do Stan Ed because he, he went for it so hard, especially towards the (laughs) end, like, and he's just like this, this sweet man with his sweet little British face. And he's like, (laughs) (laughs) well, here's the, so Ed is like the hugest Taskmaster fan. Like even before, like from the word go, he was like, get me out like I like because like he's a guy who loves doing escape rooms and stuff like that ah, so yes. this kind of thing is right up his alley he's also friends with Greg like he's been a writer on a couple of the sitcoms that Greg is on he's like toured with Greg during stand-up and stuff so yeah like this show was made for Ed and if he had not won I dread to think what would have happened if Ed did not win his one series of moments, one of my favorite moments was when he he Messed up a task. I think it was the one he had to do twice. And then was walking away. And Alex was like, good job. And he was like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah that's the one where they, there was like the, yeah, like the series of tasks. And if they messed up one, they had to go back to the beginning and do them all over again. And he was the only one that did it. So the only one that got points. Everybody else got yes, disqualified. That worked out for him. I do yes. feel like that worked out. Yes. Um, I, think- I so, Rachel, go ahead. I think my favorite was the most striking water feature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Yes. Yes. Let me see. I think one of mine is the the one where they meet Alex in the lab and there's all that stuff hanging from the ceiling. And then they're given the task that says, go meet Alex in the caravan. And then like Ed and Rose just haul ass to the caravan <laughs> without taking in anything. <laughs> they're just like so focused on the task in their hand, they completely ignore all of the exterior clues to like what's actually going on. Cause I think it's Rose who says once she gets there's like obviously the task is not just get to the caravan in less than two minutes. That's duh. That's not the task. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I love Rose. <laughs> Rose is my second favorite contestant yes. because yes. best hair, best dressed. 
Yes. Best accent. I'm sorry. She's fantastic. Which, can we talk, okay, We I need to talk about shid, because I cannot say shed anymore. Shed. If I ever have to say that word, I have to say shed. it is shid, because shed. it's just so funny. It's so funny. Shed. It's so dumb. She's going to have. Which, then the funny thing is, that came back in Taskmaster New Zealand Series 3, the live task was there was a shid on stage that had the fish poster in it. They had to all enter the shid. They had like a hundred seconds or something to memorize as many fish as they could. And then they just went down the line and like name a fish that was on the poster. And as soon as you messed up, you were out. And it was like last one standing. And I was just like, I was like, it's so good. Yeah. I feel like Rose almost could be Taskmaster New Zealand, like almost. Yeah, unfortunately, like, she was on before Taskmaster New Zealand was a thing, so. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna ask if she was a contestant on both, no? No, because she lives in the UK, too, and stuff, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. figure. But, yeah, so, okay. Let's talk about scoring for a minute, because there's a couple scoring things that I think are interesting. Actually, real quick, did you notice the contestants sitting in any specific order on, like, on, in the studio? Didn't they always sit in the same order? Yes, but it is that a specific order? Mm. We had Rose on the end. Mm-hmm. David, Ed, Joe, Katie, Rose. It's alphabetical like, order. I'm okay. <laughs> it took me way too many seasons to pick up on the fact that the contestants are sitting in alphabetical order. Oh, they do that the whole time? Yup. Every okay. season, alphabetical oh. order. So, funny. yep. Um, okay, so one of the things that's very contentious is whenever there's a task where only one person can get points and everybody else gets nothing. Like in episode one, the live task withdraw the second longest snake, and mm-hmm. only the person who drew the second longest snake got any points. Everybody else got nothing. Do you think that's fair? Do you think that's an interesting thing? Do you think that's dumb and everybody should at least get some points with something? Just sort of in general, not necessarily that specific task, but that kind of thing where it's an all or nothing points uh, awarding Hmm. situation. I think that's good to throw in every now and then. I liked it. Okay. I was thinking, um, like, yeah, and I also liked um, the psychic task. Oh my God, Joe and yes. the Monster Laminator task was. Joe is my favorite. I will say that right now. I love that she does not care, and she was like, "Whatever, a laminator." <laughs> there's, specula- there's speculation that she was somehow able to see the reflection in Greg's glasses. Okay, I. But it's I pure speculation. I choose I don't, not to believe that. I don't. I don't think so either. I think Joe just didn't care, and she's secretly psychic and doesn't care. <laughs> yep. She's like. See it all. Is she related to Russell Brand? No. Oh, is that completely different brand? No. Different brand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What other questions did I have for you guys? Okay. What do you think about the relationship between Greg and Alex, and like how? their relationship is like played in the context of the show as taskmaster and assistant. 
What sort of personal relationship do they have? <laughs> well, it's 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 maybe not super obvious in this series. There, I mean, there's that little bit. There's that one um, episode where when they come back from break, Greg is like, "Remind me and me only where we were," and they get like really close and like rest their heads against each other and stuff and get oh, yeah. like very intimate. And it, it's it's very heavily implied that like. Alex lives in the caravan and Greg lives in the Taskmaster house. And <laughs> it's basically like a sort of like master slave kind of situation. <laughs> they, they kissed in series six. They kissed okay, okay. in series six. There was a moment. That in mind. It was great. They kissed in series six. Anyway. So did you guys pick up on those vibes at all or not so they much? They are shit here? is what you're saying. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Very much. I see that. I see that. And I see them being chill with that. And that's fine with me. Like. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Let me see what other notes I had about like specific tasks and things I knew. That was so, they basically played face chicken and they're like, they got closer and closer together. <laughs> oh, yes. And it was the official thumbnail if I may say so. It was, yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh, when, okay, the board game task, when they get back to the studio and Greg is talking about like the sensitivity levels of the buckaroo of the team of three and how there's like a spring system and Ed's like, I'm on my top fucking level. <laughs> Again, he just, he takes it too seriously at times you too did. seriously but i live for it i love it you was into it yes oh there was also i learned on the podcast there was as you might be able to guess they film more tasks than get shown you know during the course of the show and yes, um one of the tasks was to make a new seal for the task like the little wax seal that keeps the paper closed ed talked oh. about how one of them was to make a new seal for the tasks I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, okay, the the lasso Alex task. <laughs> that was yes. supposed to be a tie break task, but then David did that fucking bonkers thing of tying spoons to it, and they were like, this has this has, we this has to be in the show proper because it's insane. What is he thinking? <laughs> I love David. David just goes with whatever he feels at the time. And he and Joe together were brilliant. The um, the one where they wind up, they make a sandwich. And then she's like, do you fancy some tea? And he's like, yes. yes. <laughs> Is the vibe. I can't believe yes. they almost won that one, too. <laughs> that was in, That was like, oh, <laughs> yes. Um. Okay, so let's talk about the team test a bit. Because, you know, it's a team of two and a team of three. And I think they do a decent... A, a decent, what's the word I'm looking for? They, they, there are certain tasks that have advantages and disadvantages to both. Like sometimes a team of two is a good thing. Sometimes a team of three is a good thing. And in this season, it had that task where you had to get to know a person who would answer your questions with the truth, the lie, and a brag mm-hmm. in that order, but not necessarily starting with the truth. The team of three, obviously very easy to figure out where you are because there's three of them. So the same person's going to get the same truth, lie, or brag every time. Was, do you think that was too much of an unfair advantage or, you know, Joe and David just not giving a fuck was just Joe and David not, you know, it wasn't going to make much difference either way because they just didn't figure out a system. The disadvantage is that they didn't give a fuck. I think. 
<laughs> okay. All the younglings were like, all right, let's figure it out. Yes. I'm going. I think also, I mean, I feel like that turned out to be something that they didn't really think of at the time when they were making the task or so it just kind of turned out to be an advantage that wasn't really intended Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah were there any tasks where once you start you're like I want to do that that's I want to do that so many that I can't think of right now my main one was the slide a drink to the taskmaster the one that was like the in-studio live task where he was like sitting at the end of the bar I was like that's I want to do that one that one I wanted. That'd to. be fun. I love how he Alex wiped down the table the first time, but never again. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, and then never again. Yep. Oh, okay. I have to share this. Um, this is an outtake. Um, there's a couple outtakes I want to share with you. So in the live test where they had to draw on each other's backs, first of all, David and Ed. Ed oh my God. I. I love Ed in that task so much. And David and Ed are just the best team in that task. Cause that's, that's, David's that's, that's, like, I yeah. didn't, I didn't think it wouldn't be a person like what, where, why, what, <laughs> what, what? Um, but there, there's then an outtake of Rose taking off her bra because she <gasps> thought the bra strap was an unfair disadvantage because it could get in the way of the drawing. And then like her handing it to Alex, who is so uncomfortable holding a bra that is not like his wife's bra. He's just in the back of the stage like this is this fine. I'm fine. This is this this is cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Alex, yeah. His his physical comedy skills are so. so subtle and so pure and we love it so much. <laughs> yes. In episode 7, the prize task was the best thing that they've taken from somebody else's house and Ed stole a bunch of things from Greg's house when he was over there chilling in Greg's hot tub. In retaliation, Greg stole Ed's swim trunks, wore them to the studio filming, and had them on under his, like, suit pants for, like, the whole episode. And there's an outtake where he, like, stands up and, like, pulls down his pants, and you see him wearing Ed's swim trunks. And it's just, like, funny. And they are not the same size swim trunks. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's all I had. So, Evelyn, what are we watching next time? Ooh, well, I've been going back and forth with myself all day, mm-hmm. and I think we're going to go with Crash Landing on You. Okay, a, where is that available? A K-drama available on American Netflix. Okay, Crashing Into You. Got crash it. Landing on You. Crash, crash Landing on You, that's in what this, I meant to say. Yes, in this K-drama, um, it's like... It's one of the bigger ones. A um, a woman finds herself through, through it's a, I want to say, para, it's not paragliding. Like, she straps a fan to her back and has the parachute. Oh, parasailing? Some, parasailing uh, and winds up uh, in. I know North, what you mean. And winds up in North Korea. And it, she's South Korean, you know, mm-hmm. as you do. And, um, and the actors got married, right? They did. The love story is so good. They got married in real life. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Final question. Would you recommend Taskmaster and will you go and watch more seasons? Totally. Yes. Absolutely to both. Yay. Success. Yes. I'm already doing that. Yay. Very glad to hear it. Yay. (laughs) 
Well, uh, thank you everybody so much for joining us. You can find us on Tumblr at Show Club Pod. You can send us an email at showclubpod at gmail.com. We are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please rate and review us so more people can find us. And we'll see you next month with Crash Landing on You. Bye. Bye. Bye.